Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Pope and Young Club wants to welcome you as we rally together to ensure our bow hunting opportunities for today and tomorrow. You've come to the podcast that believes in preserving, protecting, and promoting the passion for bow hunting. Join us as we strive to be the voice of today's bow hunter. This is the Pope and Young Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pope and Young Podcast. Jason Roundsville here, joined as always by my co-host Dylan Ray. We have for you a once in a biennium episode today. We have our convention wrap up. A lot of questions out there. People are asking who won this and who won that. So we are going to drop some knowledge on you. We're going to let everybody know how this convention went in Reno and where we're going to be in 25. So Dylan, I, I'm going to just jump right in. What was your top highlight of this that, convention? That's easy. Uh, top highlight was when Conrad Shelley ran on stage. And <laughs> shot <out the> podcast. <laughs> that was awesome. And that he's probably the, yeah, listening easy. right now. Oh, and he definitely is. I, I, you know, when we threw that out, we were kind of just kind of joking, joking, but kind of joking. And <laughs> then literally he not only did he he rushed the stage, took over the microphone and told everybody if literally if you're not listening to the podcast, you're missing out. I and think he said you're not living right, which was even you're not. Better. He did say you're not living right. <laughs> so he did that. And then. uh so we handed him the crisp 100 but Pope and Young big bucks that were promised. And I'll be darned if, if uh, what else did he do? Was that Saturday night that we had the special? I'll tell you what else he did. What else he did was he brought us both a big old box of Uncrustables. Yes. And he didn't bring me that nasty grape. He brought me the delicious strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very much appreciated. They did not go to waste. They got crushed. Yeah, so, there wasn't any left. No, like, none. What was funny is like somebody like a day later was like, hey, where's those Uncrustables? And I'm like, yeah, because you think there's some <laughs> left. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So anyway, you know, once again, if anybody from Smuckers is listening, we got a spot for you. Uh, if anybody from Mountain Dew or Diet Dew is listening, we've got a spot for them yet. Or a spot for you. Uh, do you have to shout out to Tacticam for for sponsoring the podcast for us? We appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was that was pretty great. There were so many highlights. I, I'm trying to think of my favorite one. Um, I, that trophy display. I mean, 
two levels. That was epic. I've, well, I was going to say, I've never seen anything like it. And the fact is no one's ever seen anything like that. We right. did a bunch of research and that was the largest ever trophy display that we could find at an event of this kind, for sure. The best, the, the most bow hunting, but, but even talk to the Boone and Crockett folks and some other folks, other organizations, we can't find a trophy display that's bigger than this one. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. It was definitely um, something like I heard guys, um, I heard guys say like, dude, I, I can't get through it all. Like it's so hard to yeah, take in. It, there was a lot. And it, the only complaint that I heard about it is even though we went two levels high, we had so many, like usually we were one level. And this time we had so many animals, we went two levels high and it was yeah. still, I mean, the ballroom is only so big. It was still just a little bit crowded. It was well, gorgeous, but how, I cool. mean, when you've got guys like Chuck taking up, you know, his whole section by himself, I mean, yeah, which we'll get into that. We'll get into our world records and our awards and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, when you've got guys like that taking up a whole section, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, somebody, um, I forget who it was, but they said that. 37,000 inches of net inches of trophies yeah. was six tenths of a mile. So imagine fitting six tenths of a mile in inches of trophies inside a banquet facility yeah. <laughs> and still have to have room for, you know, 900 people to eat dinner. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we did. That's crazy, it, dude. It was good. Um, couple things and I know people I'm, I'm getting asked about, they're like, Hey, what, what happened with the raffles? So, um, G mills won the living legend raffle with Chuck Adams. So I've talked to him, Chuck called him, got him lined up. So he's winning that Liberty ranch hunt plus a bear bow and some Easton arrows. So, so he's hooked up and then, uh, D Salvis, won the big convention raffle and he is going with what he cheers parents rainy pass lodge yeah i mean i think he's right i mean yeah you know what you know why he almost you know the first one he said to me he's the first one he says he says you know he says maybe i'll maybe i'll do that mcmillan river he says but i'm going with him this year so I'm like, imagine if you're already doing a Yukon moose hunt with Don and then, you know, you still almost pick it again, yeah. but yeah, what a fantastic trip. I, I just can't believe how awesome that is. Yeah. That, He's going to have a blast. I would have done anything if either of those guys could have been in the room. Oh, I know. That just yeah. goes to show you why you need to come to convention. I mean, that would have been great. Yeah, it's it is nice if the winners there. There's no question. Yeah, for sure. But it it also goes to show you that it only takes one to win. So yeah, if you if you're out and about can't make it to the next event, don't hesitate to enter. Oh, speaking of raffles, we do have one. We're kicking off actually today. Yeah. Um, we have and it is a one in sixty chance at a montana antelope hunt it's so, not a raffle to sweepstakes yes western timberline outfitters um these are the folks they, they had a hunt on the auction we did a raffle they, they actually provided the hunt everyone a lifetime. Up for a lifetime yeah. membership at convention um got in a chance for this hunt and here's another one they've got for us so we're going to sell some chances we're going to sell 60 chances we're going to draw it and then we're going to put in here in the next few days. So we've, we've got to draw it this week because it's, it's time to time to draw that tag. Which shout out to those guys, man, because that lifetime membership drive went really good. Yeah. We, we had, we saw a really good response to that. So uh, thank you so much, Jamin and um, your entire crew over there, because that was just a, a really cool response. A lot of people uh, jumped right on board and, and with our life membership uh, to get on that chance. So, yeah, no, that was, that was a good deal. So, um, it, and once again, just, just want to throw some thanks out. Thanks to everybody who participated in the raffles. 
Um, it's what allows us to do some of our conservation work and some of the, the mission critical components. Um, yeah. So we appreciate it. Thanks to our outfitters, raffle outfitters, auction outfitters. And to anybody who's listening, if you're looking to book a hunt, any kind of hunt at all, please check the website. I mean, if you want to go shoot a, a Yukon moose, we've got people for you. If you want to go shoot a deer, an antelope, an alligator, if you want to go bow fishing in Florida, we have an outfitter for that. So please, um, please check out the outfitters that are supporting bow hunting. It's important. We can't do our mission without what they're doing for us. So, right. Yeah. I, um, what was your favorite booth? What ended up being your favorite booth? Uh, you know what? I love the polar bear. So even though it's not an official booth, <laughs> there's just something cool about that great, big, fuzzy, white polar bear. Mine was definitely the mine of archery. That definitely. was cool. I know. All I need is to figure out how to get enough money to get that in my, in my basement. You saw, listen, now I can tell you this because we're done, like we're gone. Um, but I spent too much time there probably. <laughs> I was wondering how I could never find you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I acted super busy, but I was just shooting bows the whole time. Yeah. No, it was not. I like that they posted the video, uh, the one where we were in that contest. The one of, don't, yeah, you liked it, of course. I'm sure you did. Well, it's not the first time he I've cheated with the bow. Che- guys. Listen, he cheated. Um, he cheated. He was, uh, he was using, uh, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yeah. yet, but I know he was cheating for sure. It's not, you know, here's the deal. If that's the first time I beat you with a bow in hand, maybe so, but uh, you know, it's not, you know, compound trad, whatever. It's just, you know, I, but I've got more experience. So yeah, there is that. Well, you know, I, I can't, I tried to come up with like several excuses, but I just, none would stick, you know, um, yeah. it just, I don't know. It just wasn't my day, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's just not, but no, mine was good. I, you know, a lot of the outfitters are there. Um, gosh, there's so many good ones. I, I, I'm just trying to, you know, I always like. Um, you know, Cody with big knife is just always just yep. one of those, he, it, it, like, you can't walk by that booth and not say, Hey, he's got like 30 pictures of giant. You want to know who's having moves. fun at their booth was wards. Those wards, guys, Steven <laughs> wards. He had a keg <laughs> of beer in his booth. They were just there to party multiple kegs. You. We had to replenish uh, it. multiple kegs. That was yeah. Those get, I don't, yeah. Nobody had more fun than those guys. Yeah. They were just uh, there to party. Just great people. And once again, talk about, you know, um, big time uh, stepped up for, for Pope and Young. So I, let's just throw out the three outstanding outfitter awards for this biennium. Yeah. And uh, there, once again, this goes out. There's a lot. We, we've got a big, um, you know, we're pushing close to 100 outfitters that we're working with now. And so three is only 3%, you know, three to 4% of our outfitters. So this is the, the top level. And these, every time we talk to them, they continue to give, and there's a lot that were on this list. These were just ones that that kind of stood out. So, um, in no particular order wards, obviously right there. I mean, they're giving big hunts working with us, you know, some full donations on some of these big hunts really, really good to work with. Um, one thing that impresses me is I was talking to some outfitters one time at a show and we were talking about a coos deer and the guy's like, you know what? He says, I'd love to work with Pope and young. I mean, that's a dream come true. Cause we're all about bow hunting, but he says, you know what? He says, I really need to talk to Steven wards before before I do, because he says, I know he's big with you guys and he helped me get my start. I just don't want to step on his toes. I'm like, yeah. man, a lot of times outfitters just can't wait to throw each other under the bus. And, and we just didn't have any of that this year. It was, it was yeah. neat to see. So wards, uh, was one of the three, um, 
Second one is Steve and Denise Perrins with Rainy Pass Lodge. And Steve, Denise, if you're listening, we missed you. We understand why you couldn't be there. And, and we're sorry that you couldn't be there. But thank you for all the support. We really appreciate it. They stepped up. It was a huge trip for our auction. Helped us out with that raffle hunt. I mean, literally, they're saving spots in their camp. They're selling into 25 and 26 right now because they're saving spots for us. So yeah, um, that's just next level stuff. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you. And then uh, our, our third one is Bear Track Outfitters, TJ Taviji. Um, great guy. I've hunted with him. You, you know, once again, he finds ways to work with the club and provide opportunities for us to go do raffles, auctions, all the kind of things that we like to do. So, um, and that's, that's an award that my whole team felt really strongly about adding this year. So I think it was a must. I mean, we've just got so many outfitters that, you know, honestly, I wish we could give it to them all because they're all right. Um, great partners great friends um but but like you said those three there um it, it's it's always what can we do to help you know it's, yeah. it's never it's never a hassle it's never um it's always you need it we got it let's let's make it happen so um those three were were a given so uh hopefully some of you other outfitters um you know stick around and 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 we'd love to honor you guys in the future with that so we've got two years yeah so years. if you want that award, which is, that's a pretty, I mean, 3%, that's, you got to get in the top 3% to get that award. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, which so, we but, have opportunities coming up, you know, we we've do, got, we've got the bow hunter bash, um, the intermountain bow hunter bash on May 20th at the Weber County archery park there in Ogden, Utah. And then we've got uh December 2nd in college station, uh, for a bow hunters bash. So we've got chances, uh, you know, to work with the club and step up and, and, um, so make sure and, and, uh, get it in there. Yeah. And you know, we're running measure workshops with both of those. So if you're listening and you th- you're thinking, you know what, I'd love to become a measure. How do I do that? Please reach out to the office. Let us know. Cause we can't get a hold of you and let you know about these measure workshops if we don't know who you are. So if you're thinking about becoming a measure, you know, which is kind of the, if you look at yeah, measures for Pope and Young, they're kind of like the seed planters. Like these are the folks that are out there sowing the seeds, you know, for, for down the road, getting memberships, getting the entries. Um, a lot of a lot of folks would say the the backbone of the organization. So if you've ever thought about being a measure, please reach out to us. Let us know. We've got several workshops this year. We'd love to include you. And yeah. so we're excited to to work the the bow hunters bash in conjunction with the the workshops. Good opportunity to have some fun and and learn some stuff. Yep. I uh I I would love to be able to take it. I um. I'm just not, I'm just not good at classes. <laughs> yeah. I like to give my, I like to give my teachers a hard time and, uh, you know, yeah, you can how, get away with that with Tim, but I don't yeah. think Roy had put up with that. Yeah. I don't want to burn any friendships though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I don't know. My kid asked me, get this Jay. My, my 11 year old said, you know, she's getting to middle school or punishment is real now. Like it's no longer like we're going to swap your card. You know, that now they have ISS and all that stuff. And she said, dad, did you ever go to ISS? And I said, sweetheart, that was my home room. And she said, yeah. what, what do you mean? And I'm like, I, I was there so much that they just made it my homeroom teacher. <laughs> but you know, that's how some kids are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I saw something the other day online that are like, Oh, you know, um, it was basically like, like be, I think it was, there are like a couple things. It's like being grounded, not able to talk on the phone, et cetera. So they said, Oh, my punishments as a child have now become my goals. And as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I yeah. love it when like, 
Well, literally the day I get back from convention, my kid was like, I want to stay up later. I don't want to go to bed. It's, we don't have school tomorrow. I want to stay up later. And I'm like, one day you're going to be begging to be able to go to bed early. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Um, so. I did want to mention, too, we we did. This was the big one, Jay. We did give an Ishii Award this year. Um, yes. Let's talk about certainly, that. Certainly. Dude, that was one of the most outstanding deer that I have ever seen in my entire life. Just an absolute incredible buck with the the Bodie Gardner buck. Um, so the Ishii Award was presented uh, to Bodie Gardner. Um, very, very well deserving, if I might add. It was if anybody watched online. Um, it was the deer that was on the corner of the stage. It was a typical mule deer in velvet at 218 and two eighths inches. And it was every bit nothing that. typical <laughs> about that. <laughs> it was all there for sure. I mean, just was... a freak dude. I, the amount of comments I heard about that deer was unreal. I mean, just, it was the talk of the convention and rightfully so. I mean, if you're going to give an Ishii award, you would expect it to be the biggest and best deer anybody's ever seen. And it was. And here's the thing is, is you look at that. It wasn't just a giant buck and a monster trophy and an, and an Ishii caliber, you know, specimen. It's not like you're, it's sitting in your living room. This thing was in a room with 178 massive trophies yeah and it still stood out and there was there were a ton of great great animals there i mean just so imagine being in a room with 179 other animals and just head and shoulders like that so yeah it was it was a sight i mean that i uh you know what's funny is our luncheon speaker on saturday was easton holder of raised hunting which did a a great job. job Great job. And two different times when he was speaking, he stopped and looked at the trophy and just went, gah, and then kept <laughs> just because it, it literally like it stops you. Like you have to just yeah. look at it. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So huge congrats to, to Bodie um, on your Ishii award on your new world record. Um, let's go through the other world records. We had let's do it. 13, 13 new, new world records. We had a non-typical Colombian blacktail in velvet. And that was Angelo Nagora. We had uh, the Bodie Gardner buck. We had a Central Canada Barren Ground Caribou in Velvet by Rodney Cockrum. Um, we had, oh, that was, let, let me go back real quick. The Colombian Blacktail was 157 and 3 eighths inches. And this will be the first time you guys are hearing these new world records if you weren't there. Um, so yeah. it's kind of a big deal. Um, we had, and you're talking about, yeah, you're talking about velvet, velvet entries. We had 52 velvet trophies on display this year. Yeah. Most ever. Uh, the Rodney Cockrum caribou was at three eighty four and four eights. We had Chuck Adams twice, um, with the Sitka blacktail and velvet at one Oh nine and seven eights. And we had the non-typical Sitka blacktail by Chuck Adams, at 117 and seven eighths. We had Eric Bethune, who will be on next week. So if you want to hear about his world record, and he received two other awards for big game while he was there. Um, with the Tule Elk at 336 and one eighth. We had the Canada Moose and Velvet by Travis Peterson at 168 even. We had typical cows deer. In Velvet at 115 and 4 eighths by James Stewart. We had Quebec Labrador Velvet at 387 and 4 eighths by Kyle Johnson. We had the Woodland Caribou in Velvet. Oh, we had the Woodland Caribou in Velvet by Daniel Welker at 362 and 1 eighths. And we had the Typical Colombian blacktail and velvet by Gregory Wing at 150 and three eighths. The Tule Elk and Velvet at 257 and 5 eighths by Jim Wanzel. We had typical mule deer and velvet, 218 and 2 eighths, Bodie Gardner, and a mountain caribou and velvet at 432 
and two eights by Dean Boda. Wow. Yeah. That's quite the list, man. That's 13 new world records. 13 new world records. You know, um, some numbers, 13 new world records, 14 different hunters received more than one award. Yeah. We had all 29 species represented in our display at 32 different states or provinces represented by our awards this year. Um, you know how many, guess how many Alaska sent in? Do you remember? I don't. Um, Third, Alaska had 37. Dang. That's, that's tremendous. Wow. So, yeah. Definitely something we're excited about. The largest display in our history. Um, we're hoping that, that who knows, who knows what's going to happen. And for those of you who may not have heard 2025, April of 2025. How about Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. It's, I'm pretty stoked. I am too. It's going to be a good convention. Um, I've seen the place. It's going to fit us. Well, it was the host hotel for the super bowl this year. So, you know, not a dump. Um, they have a really good, uh, yep. Oh, okay. be on the website. (laughs) I can't remember the name. (laughs) I've looked at so many hotels for this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, but it's anyway, it's, um, we'll, we'll find that out, but nice place. They're actually undergoing a remodel before we get there. They have a good banquet facility. So there's plenty of room for the trophy display for our dinner events. And then in conjunction with that, we also have a separate room that we could put a hundred vendor booths in. And, you know, that was one of the things we had right at a hundred booths this year, but man, I'll tell you what, that thing flipped and flopped like for the last two weeks, because we two weeks before this convention, we were sold out. And yeah. then one of our, one of our corporate partners, great Cor- Faradine, they're like, Hey guys, we're looking at our contract and with our level, with our top level corporate partnership, um, you know, we're supposed to get four booths at convention. We're like, yep, sure are. And they said, okay, we'd like to do that. Yep. <laughs> and when you're completely sold out, but Faradine wants three more booths, you find them. Yeah. So we found them, we found, moved some stuff around, found three booths and we were oversold by a couple. And then we had a, a couple of folks back out. So then all of a sudden, I think at one point in time, we had six available booths. We had one guy. We had one guy out. the the morning of called and said, can I get a booth? Yeah. And I said, yeah, you can get here. I'll find you a booth. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, here he comes. And uh, so I was excited. That's cool. It's cool to, 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 you have vendors that want in so bad that they're, they're like, I'll drive nine hours overnight. To yeah. Get there if yeah, I can get no. in. That was good. But I think. I'll bet right now we are, I I haven't counted the contracts because the truck literally just got back to the office on Friday. It hasn't, it's been unpacked, but it has not been unboxed. So convention is in boxes and office team holding it down and getting that taken care of. But uh, it's, yeah, there's, I haven't counted them. My guess is we probably already have half of the booth spots contracts for 25. Yeah. Because everybody was so excited about Reno. They're like, yes, here's my contract. Put me in for next yeah. time. So and it could be higher. Fill- we could have 60. I don't know. But we had people filling out contracts for Ogden and 2025 and December. Yeah. And, dude, we've already got a we've already got a brown bear hunt locked in for December. Like I know if you, if you didn't get what you want, like we've already got these hunts, big hunts too. Like, don't think like, Oh, it's just a day event. It's going to be small auctions. No, we oh, got no. brown bears. Um, yeah. so like if you didn't get we've, the hunt you wanted, jump yeah. over to Ogden, it'll be online. How about, well. o- yeah. How about Ogden? We've got a moose hunt with Savage yeah. Chad Lenz. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah do. I mean, this guy, the only reason he missed convention is because he was killing like literally every day. And he sent me a message. He's like in the Arctic hunting, uh, you know, everything. And he said, yeah. he says, Hey, I'm still trying to make it 
you know, don't give up on me. And then the next day I get a picture of like a muskox or something. And I'm like, he ain't going to make it. We hope he makes it because he's a great supporter. But it, it was literally just one of those things where it's just, um, you know, same thing. Frank Noska uh, just couldn't make it at the last minute. Got an opportunity to go hunt polar bears. So go to giant too. A yeah. freaking stud. That's, uh, you know, if, and I'm not saying there's a legitimate reason outside of, you know, a, someone close passing away, but if there were another reason to miss convention, a polar bear hunt might be on that list. If there yeah. were a list that might be on it. Yeah. I, so, I would put it up there, especially if you're going to shoot a giant like Frank, but yeah. Um, we had some, uh, some of our conservation awards that we gave out. We gave out uh, the conservation award went to the National Deer Association. We had the stewardship award who went to the Iowa Bowhunters Association. Yeah, Nick Pizzotto was a- Yeah. Yeah, he was. We had the Lee Gladfelter Memorial Award who went to C.J. Wynan, uh, who's just a fun guy. This is the first time yeah. I ever met him, and uh, he's fun to be around. Super uh, nice guy, yeah. We had the the Wildlife Law Enforcement Officer of the Year Award who went to Lieutenant Stacy Luton. Um, we did you see the, the picture of all the stuff they busted to get that award? I'm not saying it was as big as our trophy display, but it was huge. <laughs> there had to be 50 animals in that. I mean, yeah. No, so I didn't. So, yeah, great job keeping, uh, you know, protecting our animals from poaching. Yeah. So the Glen St. Charles Outstanding Membership award went to Stan and Carolyn God, God, Godfrey. Yeah, Godfrey's. And then the lifetime membership award went to Gil and Deb Hernandez, which is very, very uh, deserving. Yeah. Everybody we're talking about right now are, are folks that are deserving. I mean, how about the second Hall of Fame induction? You want to yeah. walk through those for us? Yes, we've got G. Fred Asbell. We've got Kevin Heisey. We've got Randy Byers. We've got Marv and Judy Klinky. We've got one of my personal favorite uh, and somebody that I was thrilled to see is Larry Strife and Glenn Heisey. Yeah, all all very deserving. Uh, I've just got to say, Larry is, and I know everybody on that list is deserving but I haven't gotten to work side by side with, with everybody on that list. And I have Larry and I can tell anybody that he bleeds for this club. The Pope and young club is, is, you know, as he says, and I quote, this club is my life. And I mean, he does everything he can to help the club, to help the, the girls in the office, to do any possible thing that we need him to do. And so he was still emotional Sunday afternoon. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. saw him. I saw him at the airport as, a, as that whole crew was heading out. Um, and man, I was walking through the airport. You, your, your flight was supposed to be like three hours before mine. And I go walking be bopping through the airport and I look over and I'm like, man, those people are tired. And it was you and the whole team. And like half of y'all were asleep, like literally leaned over asleep on your suit, leaning on your suitcases. Yeah. And you could tell how hard everybody'd work. And it was a long week. But anyway, Larry was still Larry was probably the most awake of the crew. And he's still on cloud nine. I mean, yeah. even Sunday afternoon after getting a flight delayed for two hours, he was still just buzzing around. I don't think, I, I, I just don't think that, I mean, that, that just for him was probably the, the Pentagon. He's so deserving, such a nice guy. Yeah. 100% deserving. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't even stress, um, that the amount of, and, and Again, like you said, everybody that got inducted was incredibly grateful. Um, but I just didn't get to witness it firsthand. But I witnessed Larry yeah. hug all of our office staff ladies and just weep. And and oh, I mean, it was super yeah. super special. I mean, um, he was mad so, that they didn't tell him. He's yeah. like, "How could you keep this from me?" 
he walks and I know he's kidding, but he walks up to me. He says, he says, Jason, he says, I got to tell you, he says, you know what? What do you think about letting some of these gals go? I can't believe they kept this from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Larry can't be done. He says, I know I'd never have, I'd never let you anyway, but yeah, that yeah, was, that was neat to see. And, and, and all of them very, very deserving. Um, how about the field judging championship? Yeah. Very, our I, very uh, own. And then, and he better do well. He's a measure yeah. kills giant stuff all the time. So congratulations to Jim Willem for representing on that one. That's yeah. It, it, I saw, yeah, that, I, I, I had to bust one person <laughs> they were in there at like midnight. They're like, we're going to come in here and measure all these. And then tomorrow we're just going to destroy it. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey guys, moving along. Can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're like, Oh, dang it. We got caught. And I'm like that, you know, if I wanted to even have a chance, I would have to cheat though. It, yeah. I, I just have no chance. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe on the gross, but there are so many things that, that those guys know, know that I just don't know about all the, you know, deductions to get to the final true net score. So, yeah, it's, I, I'm like my, like when I'm in the field, my field judging consists of yay or nay. It's a taker or it's not a taker. So, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I asked Dallas if I could do it and just write in big enough. Like, yeah, I'm shooting it like yeah. that. My taker. my answer for, yeah. yeah is that's a yeah, big enough. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I think it was a, an absolute fantastic convention. Um, I think it went off without a hitch. I think, uh, I, I loved every speaker did phenomenal. I really enjoyed Nate Hosey. Um, I really enjoyed Dudley really enjoyed Kurt Wells and, 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 um, I mean, Easton professional, Hedder. those guys are pros, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I was surprised jobs. a little bit about Easton because he's a young, a very well-spoken young man, but like 22, very nice. You know, when we had him on very, very nice person, but you just always wonder, you know, you get a thousand people in a room and you get a 22 year old jump up on stage and talk to him yeah. if they're really going to relate well, because some of our members, you know, 60, 70 years old is a 22 year old going to connect with them. And I thought he did an, right. a, an outstanding job doing that. And, yeah. uh, even John Dudley, I mean, he was there. I, I had the good fortune of having breakfast with him on Saturday and just neat guy to talk to. And he's just somebody who, as you're, as you're just sitting there having a conversation, you're like, man, that's how I feel about this. Wow. Yeah. That's how I feel about this. Like, like somebody you could connect with. That's actually, you know, as odd as it seems, that was one of the things when we had uh, Don Don Trump Jr. There is here's somebody who just literally all he went it was right before the election, and the poor guy he just literally just wanted to talk about hunting and fishing, and he just kept getting mobbed by people. <laughs> but you know he's just it's folks like that that you just you're happy to be connected with them and and have a conversation with them because they literally they just want to talk about the same stuff we do. So, yeah, but no, John was very gracious, gracious, uh, speaker for us. And, and, you know, one of the things that I just want to throw out so everybody understands in the modern day world where you have people that have a following and are in the industry, there is a, there is another level of folks that are are appreciative enough of our industry that they're not looking to get paid to show up for something like this. And, you know, for anybody that wants to know, he flew out there on his own dime, paid his own way, did not ask for a speaking fee because of how much he believes in this organization. And, you know, quite frankly, Dylan, that's a lot of the conversation you had with him. You know, he's yeah. like, yeah, first, first talk. He's like, yeah, I'm not really a Pope and young fan. It's just not, not my thing. And then you tell him about, you know, oh, well, which part don't you like the preserving bow hunting, the 
promoting bow hunting or they're protecting bow hunting. <laughs> well, and I think and he's like, I think Jason, I think maybe, I think maybe it's time that you and I um, do a podcast just, just sharing everything that Pope and Young does and and how we do it and why we do it. Because I believe that when a bow hunter is given the facts about Pope and Young, it's impossible to not stand in support. Right. I mean, it's it's impossible to to hear everything that Pope and Young does and and not want to support it. I mean, it's impossible. Um, yeah. And I just don't think enough people have been given the facts. Even outside of that, I don't think enough people have been given factual information on how to speak about Pope and Young. So even if you yourself, you know, you're a believer in Pope and Young, you haven't been given all of the talking points as to how to share that with people. Um, and so that 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 for me was when when those conversations with Dudley was when I realized if people would would learn not only all of the truths about Pope and Young, but how to convey those truths with other people, there's no way that people would ever not support it. Um, yeah, because if you're a bow hunter, you're welcome. Uh, and, and that sounds very yeah. cocky, but it's true. Um, so, and, and I, I'm Nobody not saying that out there doing it. Yeah. I'm not saying that personally. Uh, I'm saying that organizationally because I, I wasn't here, uh, to create your bow hunting seasons, but Pope and young was. Um, and so I, I just don't know how, when given the facts, I, I don't know how anybody could not stand in support of Pope and young. Yeah. And it's, it, and the only arguments that you hear are arguments that, that either are have never been valid or are not valid now. It's it's right. not that, Oh, I, I don't believe in the organization that stands up for my rights as a bow hunter. Nobody ever says that they just say, Oh, well, you know, I like to use lighted knocks. Okay, great. No problem. Use them. Oh, yeah. well, I thought I could, you know I mean? I mean, it's usually like equipment stuff where, where people take offense to a stand that we've taken. Um, well, and I heard one guy, um, and I'm not going to name any names, but, but somebody said, well, I'm not going to be a member because I shoot lighted sights. And this guy said, that's fine. Shoot your lighted sights. You can't put the animals that you kill with the lighted sights in the books, but that doesn't mean that as a bow hunter, you still shouldn't be a member Yeah, because we're going to stand up in support of your bow hunting rights, whether you shoot lighted sights or not. Now entering your animals in the books, that's a, that's a whole different, you know, right. That's a different. Beast, yeah. The records but, program is different, but bow hunters who you know, shoot lighted sights should still be members. Well, and here's the deal. And, and I'm going to throw a shout out to Garmin because we had that conversation with them and they're like, well, guys, we have this, this laser range finding bow sight. And then how do we, we're like, well, it's, it's, there's not a likely possibility that it's going to get in at least anytime soon. Um, you know, and possibly ever, but a, if you're not in, then, then you don't have a voice to even present it. And B our, our members are using all of your other items. We're using your rhinos, your GPSs, yeah. your fish finders, like all of that other stuff that Garmin represents, you know, the, the inReach, all that stuff. And so kudos to them not for taking the stand of well you're not accepting my one product so i'm not going to support you they said you know what we need to support bow hunting and pope and young even though they won't accept this into our record book so it's you know that's the kind of mentality that that we appreciate and it's good to work with so yeah absolutely so that you know again i just i just wanted to to say um and, and i believe that's the most if you've never been to a Pope and Young convention, I think that's the most beneficial part of it is you leave that convention with a whole new idea of what Pope and Young does. You know, yeah. it's it's no longer, they're just a record book, uh, but you leave there with a whole new idea. I mean, you know, somebody said, literally walked up to me while at convention and says, so before I become a life member, what does Pope and Young do for me? Um, and I said, well, we, you know, we just partnered to give a $25,000 conservation scholarship um you know that's that's pretty substantial you know we partnered you with the john what? b mesh memorial scholarship to give a twenty five thousand dollar scholarship to a, a a student studying a conservation um 
to, to go into conservation, a field of conservation. And, uh, you know, he's just like, well, that's cool. But what do you do for me? And I said, you want to hunt in Russia? You're welcome. Yeah. You want to hunt? You know, you don't want, you want to hunt, um, in great in deals on Ukrainian <laughs> hunts right now. Yeah. Great deals. <laughs> you want to uh, hunt in, in, in Alabama? You're welcome. You want to hunt? I mean, what do you mean? What do we do for you? Um, you know, we you just, know, just partnered with sheep. I got to go back. Yeah. I got it real quick. Cause, cause I, I, I like, you know, some of these partnerships are fantastic. And so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but just talking about the John V mesh Memorial scholarship fund, you know, Jim mesh came, this is not his first convention. He's come to convention before it's a corporate partner. You look at partnerships, not only did he include Pope and young, and a 25, I can't even imagine a 25,000. That's life-changing for somebody. It would have been for me. I mean, I, if I'd had that, I'd, I'd have graduated. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't have even had any, any student loans after college. I mean, that's so anyway, kudos to them for doing that. And for somebody going into, you know, natural resources and, and wildlife fields, but for including us on that. And the kicker was, it was someone who had a trophy at our convention. Yeah. That just blows my mind. I mean, what? Wow. How cool. Got is an that? award. Got an award. And, and I mean, young kid who's getting awards already for, for hunting big game. Uh, yeah. But then he decides, you know, I want to go into college to study wildlife biology. And, and I mean, the kid lives it, obviously. So, um, yeah, very, very, um, very proud to say that, you know, he's super deserving of the scholarship and, and, and beyond proud to say that Pope and young got to partner with the John V mesh Memorial scholarship on, on awarding that. So absolutely. And you mentioned some other great partnerships too. Um, you know, wild sheep foundation, we just did, I think we've, we're in the middle of three different projects with them. We're doing stuff in New Mexico with guzzlers. We're doing stuff in um, Oregon on some, some habitat and predator stuff. And then we're doing a three state huge project up in um, it's Washington, Idaho, Oregon um, on bighorn sheep and this, this Movi pneumonia study. So um, it's just some really good stuff going on there in Utah. Um, we just did, uh, they had some, I mean, just tremendous losses this year due to the winter. And so we did some emergency funding for them on a, on a feeding program. They were talking about losing upwards of 90% of their deer and elk herds in some areas. And wow. the only, the only way to mitigate at least part of that was, was to do some emergency feeding, which, you know, whichever side of the fence you stand on that, uh, what I can tell you is if it's emergency feed, if your two options are a emergency feeding or B losing your entire herd in an entire unit, um, that's where we were. And that's what was yeah. that, that was literally what was on the line. So anyway, happy to do that. There's, there's just a lot of good things going on. Other partners, uh, Boone and Crockett was at convention. Um, just, uh, National Bowhunter Education Foundation. Good supporters, good partners, Marilyn and her team. They even hold their board meetings at our convention. So um, just a lot of really good partners to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back, I do want to encourage you guys. Um, if, if you if you see the benefit and you see the value in the John V mesh Memorial scholarship, I just checked. I, I wanted to check before we mentioned it, but you can go to John V mesh.org um, and you can donate straight to that conservation um, scholarship. So I would encourage you to do that. Um, they, they proved to me this last week that they put their money where their mouth is. You know, they're not a, they're not a, a nonprofit that sits back and, and just holds all the money. I mean, they are literally giving out every dime they get, um, to these students who are studying conservation. So head to johnvmesh.org and, uh, and consider giving today to that, to that scholarship fund, uh, because it will yeah. be well, well received and well used. It's, and it's legitimate. I was literally holding one of those. I've always wanted to hold one of those big checks. And yeah, even though it wasn't made out to. to me, it was still cool. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and just, just great people. So Jim, thanks for coming. Appreciate you 
including us on that. We're, we're proud to partner with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, other, other convention stuff. Is, is there any, is there anything you'd have changed? Oh, yes. I would have made the, the welcome reception in the pool is what I would have done. I'd have had a pool party. <laughs> it was, you know, it, it was spring break. So there were like a thousand kids in the pool. So oh, we would have, we would have rented it out. You know, we would have rented okay, it out. Okay. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine so, just barbecue, Nate Hosey and hot tub? Like I can, because you know what? Let's do that in Arizona. We right. have, there is in Arizona where it will be warm enough. There's an outside pool. We've already talked to them. That's where we're doing our kickoff uh, tour. Might do the barbecue out there. Um, we've got room for a band. So maybe we need to get Nate back in, in uh, 25, see if he can't come out. I, you know, I really enjoyed uh, having Nate there. Um, yeah. You know, for those of you who weren't there, it wasn't a full-blown, you know, concert. We weren't trying to rock the roof off. We weren't trying to, no. to, to blow any speakers up. You know, we had a small acoustic set and, uh, we got to hang out with all our bow hunting friends and, and, and talk bow hunting, listen to some music, eat some barbecue. It was a good time and, uh, just an awesome feel. I'm really, really glad that, that Nate came through with that. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just great. So thanks to, Thanks to Scentlock for help throwing that together. Absolutely. And uh, thanks, Nate, for coming. Uh, it was a blast. Yeah. How about the menu? Was this or was this not, hands down, the tightest? Can I say something real quick? Start to finish of any multi-day event you've ever been at. Yes. Don't make fun of me here. I averaged 21,000 steps a day. And I gained six pounds coming back from that home. says all you need to know about the menu yeah. i i'll tell you what and this is this has been one of my gripes because i've been going to big events for years and years and years and they're always trying to make it i don't we know had a full freaking fancier. pig dude dude top to bottom first night fajita bar ridiculously good food second night we had the barbecue which was great we had a chicken lunch. We had a pasta bar for lunch. We had one of our, uh, um, one of our, our, whatever you call them, the breakout, not the breakouts, but the uh, receptions had like pork sliders. Another one, we had a roasted pig. That Ooh, was for pig. Our, our partner reception, for our corporate partners and outfitter partners. Um, we had ribeyes. We had steak and shrimp. We, I mean, you name it, we had good food at this thing. Dude, I had somebody, um, I had several people, but one lady in particular was like, literally we hopped from one reception to another and then to dinner. And she was like, when am I ever going to stop eating? Like, I yeah. haven't paid for one thing. I, you know, all these receptions and all these, you know, it was, it was the first time reception and then it was the the corporate partner reception then it was down to corporate dinner partner. and she was yep. like crap when am i gonna stop eating and i'm like you're not that's our job and yeah. you know then when we finally get done eating conrad hands me a box of uncrustables and, and you I gotta found, try you gotta have some i crushed i crushed probably four of them before i ever like even got up like to go somewhere else like just uh, unwrap and eat like just swallowing them it was awesome i don't think i got to four but I kill, you know what? And the sad thing was, is I'm trying to eat better and I'm actually doing pretty good. So this whole week, like I was skipping desserts or, or like, you know, if, uh, sometimes, you know, if, if you just want to eat better, you just like skip some of the stuff on your plate, like the vegetables. And so I was doing my very best to eat better. And then we still had, uh, stuff like that where a box of Uncrustables just shows up at your table on Saturday night and you can't not eat them. And I definitely so, ate some Sunday morning for breakfast to finish. Yeah. It off. Yeah. Mine. I think by Sunday morning, mine had been gone. I think, I think they got up to the hospitality room and got devoured. See, that's where you messed up. You don't share those. Like you well, don't, what I asked you to, I said, Hey, could you take my uncrustables up? 
what I meant by that was not, can you take them up and get rid of the entire box? I meant, could you take them up and then I'll grab them later? Because well, I went without breakfast Sunday because my Uncrustables were gone. We had a bunch of hungry drunks, dude, who just wanted oh, Uncrustables, and they just pounded them. Yeah. So um, w- what else convention-related have we not covered? I think we've pretty well covered it. Um, speakers, awards, world records, um, vendors. I mean, oh, new swag, dude. We released some incredible oh, cool new snap. swag. Uh, I've got one on now. Um, Yeah, there you go. Preserve, promote, protect. That's kind of that retro style. That was our old school throwback. Yeah. Um, We released, I think, three or four four new shirts. uh, One whitewater fishing shirt. um, A hoodie, some new hats, some cups. You name it. We've got, I mean, what's so cool is we've got all kinds of stuff. Sitka, check. Kuyu, check. King's Camo, check. Scentlock, check. Like all of the brands. Yeah. We've Yeti, got them. Grizzly. Yeah. Uh, um, Pyro Putty. I mean, yeah. we've, got, we've got a lot of cool stuff. Um, so head over to the Pope and Young store if you weren't there. Uh, a lot of our merch is already sold out, but we will we'll be restocking it. Um, we're gonna re- yeah, we'll be restocking. And some of it we're taking orders on. Some of it, once it's gone, it's gone. Those Sitka jackets, that was a... Uh, special run. They say some for us and, and they're gone. We, we said hey, everybody more? And they're like, Nope. <laughs> everybody in attendance on Saturday got a free Sitka hat. Not, not only a Sitka hat, they got a co-branded Sitka and not Pope and young. Hat. Not one of the crappy, like we're trying to get rid of these. They were their structured Richardson one, one, two style, like super nice hats that we co-branded yeah. and everybody that came to the, to the banquet on Saturday night left with one. So yeah, that's cool. I didn't, they were out, but, um, everybody, everybody that, that came got one. So we left, we left with our Chuck Adams beanies. Everybody else got Sitka hats. We got Chuck Adams beanies. We got Chuck Adams beanies. Yeah. It's cool for sure. It is cool. Yeah. Have, have you worn yours since then? I actually haven't taken it off yet. I took it off for the podcast. Uh, yeah. that's just cause I wanted everybody to see my hair cause yeah. I was having a good hair day. So yeah, our definitions vary on that. Yeah. Considerably. Well, you can't say I'm having a bad my... hair day. I mean, it yeah. looks perfect. It's not a bad hair day. It's not a hair out of place. <laughs> There's not a hair period. <laughs> and it ain't out of place. Uh, no, it's uh, I put it, I've got a, an old muzzleloader that my dad uh, gave me years ago. So I've got it up mounted up above my my closet in the gun room and uh, i've got on on one of the hooks i've got my hat uh from when i went to africa everybody signed it and uh, then i put this one on the other side so it's got a special place in the gun room that's cool i put mine on my bookshelf with my with my chuck adams books so you know what i went over to get books and he was sold out good for him yeah bad for you good for him yeah so, I know a guy though. He can probably get you one. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if maybe he won't bring some to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. So well, I'll tell you what, to everyone who made convention, thanks for your support and for being there making the trip across the country or just down the road. If you weren't there, you missed um you missed a really good show. Um, a lot of great vendors, a lot of really good people and a display that, I mean, we're going to try our very best. I don't know that we will ever top that display. We're going to try, but I just don't know if we're going to get it done. So I can bring all my forkies. I'm telling you, oh, if you want to fill up a room with fork and orange, we're, you and I can take care of that. We're on it. Yeah. I mean, we put it this way. We could get 179 trophies in that room, but we ain't going to get 37,000 inches. <laughs> I can't get 37,000 inches if you give me the rest of my lifetime. Not, not unless you're talking ducks wing to wing. Um, yeah. So anyway, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for all, those of you that made it. Sorry for those who couldn't. Um, we're going to be in Arizona in April of 25. We want to see everybody there. And uh, one more shout out. Thanks to everybody listening for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. 
and uh, we're doing our best. We got a little bit of feedback at the at the convention, and we are going to do our best to implement that. So thanks to everybody who came up and and gave us some not only some kudos but some suggestions. So thanks for listening, and uh, we will we will talk to everybody next Tuesday. <laughs>